Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Beauty Talk. My name is Janice Tunnell. I'm your host for this evening. Joining me tonight is my sister Denise. And we have makeup artist Gwyneth Mosby of PMAC and the Gwyneth Mosby Academy on with us tonight. But before that, we just want to say, again, thank you for uh, tuning in to the show. If you have a comment or a question, please give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, excuse me. 914-803-4399, and we'll be back right after this message. Beauty Talk Radio, hosted by your favorite twin celebrity makeup artists, Janice and Denise Tunnell, is celebrating 10 years, and we simply want to say thank you to all of our guests, our sponsors, and supporters who have taken the journey with us. Because of your support, we've been able to bring you conversations, beauty and skincare tips from the industry's finest, and so many more. Sam Fine, Australian makeup artist Ray Morris, James Vincent, V. Neal, Nigeria's own Lola Maja, Kevin James Bennett, Rocky Cosetti, Marietta Carter Narcisse, Tim Bucharin, Mickey Taylor, formerly of Essence Magazine, A.J. Crimson, Michael Develis. Suzanne Patterson, Larry Sims, Denisa Myricks, Melissa Street, Michael Key of Makeup Artist Magazine, Camille Friend Rochard, Naja Riquette, Bernadette Thompson, and so many more. We're celebrating 10 years, and we're so excited about what's to come for Beauty Talk Radio. Millions listen live and via iTunes downloads from around the world. So we have to say thank you to our listeners in the U.S., of course, the U.K., Australia, Ghana, Russia, South Africa, Uganda. Brazil, South Korea, Ireland, Canada, Sweden, the Bahamas, and so many other parts of the world. Are you following us on social media? We're on Instagram at beauty underscore talk underscore media. We're also on Twitter at beauty underscore talk. And we can't forget about Facebook, beauty talk online. We're celebrating 10 years. We're excited about where we're going, and we know you are too. All right, we are back, and again, thank you guys for tuning in with us tonight. Again, if you have a question or a comment, you can give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, 914-803-4399. Be sure to press the option to speak with the host, and we'll get you on the show tonight. Um, again, my sister Denise is joining us tonight. 
Um, and I'm just going to turn it over to her so she can say hello to everyone. Good evening, everyone, and welcome again to the show, and welcome to the Beauty News segment. Uh, just very briefly, I just wanted to mention um, IMATS New York is coming up April 12th uh, through 14th. I'm not sure if you can still get tickets, but um, just a reminder, it's coming up April 12th through 14th in New York City. But also coming up in the month of May is IMATS London, uh, taking place on May 17th through the 19th at the Olymp- uh, Olympia Center uh, there in London. And for more information on IMATS, you can go to their website, which is I-M-A-T-S. Um, dot net. Okay. Oh, and just very nice. briefly, I wanted to mention, I wanted to mention really quickly um, something from PBA, the Professional Beauty Association, and um, that's pretty much about uh, Senate Bill 1401. So they're thanking their uh, the PBA advocates in Arizona for uh, helping them spread the word and and kind of putting a stop to the Senate Bill 1401, which basically aims to exempt persons who dry, style, arrange, uh, dress, curl, hot iron, or shampoo and condition hair, the if service does not include applying reactive chemicals to permanently straighten, curl, or alter the structure of the hair from licensing uh, requirements. So basically what that's saying is if you're a hairstylist and you don't apply um, – reactive chemicals to permanently straighten or curl or alter the structure of the hair, then you're exempt from having a license. So Hmm. I know it sounds crazy because most hairstylists do not just that, but they do all the other things that I mentioned earlier, which was dry style, arrange, dress, curl, hot iron, shampoo, and condition the hair. And so they're saying those people don't need a license in the state of Arizona. And you know what happens when, you start taking licenses away from um, hairstylists. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you pretty much can know what what happens. But so they're so what they're trying to do now, which I think is it's really funny because it's like they haven't been able to successfully accomplish yep. taking the license away in most uh, mostly exactly. any state. So now they're trying to separate the services to say if you're right. not applying chemicals or altering, you know the hair in any type of permanent way, then you don't have to have a license. You know, we talked several months ago, that same issue was an issue, I think it was in Virginia, and we mentioned it here on the show, and um, they were trying to do the same exact thing, and I totally agree with that. When you were reading it, that's what I was thinking to myself, okay, they couldn't take the licenses away. It was a big deal a few years back. They couldn't take the licenses away, so now they're just trying to chop away part of the license, uh, which is ridiculous because I think they're like, um, I think it was the state of Missouri where one of the senators was saying that um, when you take the license away, that's more money for the state and more people will open hair uh, salons, you know, bringing in more money to the state. But how is that bringing right. money into the state if you open a salon in your own home and you're on your own property and you're not reporting to the state that you have this business, you're not reporting to the state that you're making money, how is that bringing money to the state? So I think, like you said, they're trying to uh, just chop away at that license and say, okay, if you're not applying a chemical, then we, can, we don't need a license. 
You know, the only way that I can think is bringing more money to the state would be if those people actually opened up businesses. You know what I mean? Like they're not, you know, if if they actually open up like storefronts, that's the only right. way that I can see it bringing money into the state. But if you're just doing the hair out of your house, you know what I mean? Or you're you're like, um, yeah, if you're just doing it out of your house, then what? You know, that's not giving anything to the state. Mm-mm. No. <sighs> yeah, I I totally disagree with that, and I really hope that Silas in Arizona will will pay attention and hopefully they're informed on what's going on and try to put it into it. I think people, too many people work too hard to get the license. Um, and I feel like when you go and you get the license, that means that you've, you've prepared. So meaning that you've been educated in a certain way. Right. By, an, by right. an accredited institution. And, you know, you, you've learned certain things versus, you know, and I'm not saying everybody that, that cuts hair, that shampoos and all that hasn't been to school. I'm just saying, why not? If you have gone to school, why not get the license? Why not right. make it so that they have to have a license? I just think it's ridiculous. But as long as people pay attention and, and fight and let their voice be heard, um, they won't get away with this either. Right, exactly. And then we want to give a big shout-out to uh, those of you who follow the show and, and listen to our show last um, – well, not last week, but from the uh, two weeks ago, as well as just caught up on some episodes last week when we didn't have a show. We want to thank those, of course, from the U.S. and, again, coming from the U.K. and Australia, uh, Canada, Ireland, Ecuador, Colombia, Brazil, uh, Korea – India, all those people all over the world that listen to us, we, you know, we thank you and um, we appreciate you. All right. So we wanted to chat tonight with makeup artist and educator Ms. Gwyneth Mosby of um, the Gwyneth Mosby um, Makeup Academy as well as PMAC, the Professional Makeup Conference, and I'm going to bring her on the line here. Welcome to the show, Gwyneth. Hey guys, how are you tonight? We're good. We are, how, how are, are you? you? <laughs> Man, how about I'm just getting out of class? <laughs> <laughs> I do a power. I'm in the power weekend class, and we are like twelve hour days and things like that. So I am. My students are just leaving the school. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Well, we we appreciate you coming on with us tonight. So thank you so much. We won't keep you too long. Oh, thank y'all for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Gwyneth, why don't you introduce yourself to our listening audience and tell everyone who you are, um, how you started, and how you started in makeup. Oh, wow. I am Gwyneth Mosby of Atlanta. Um, I I am a 33-year veteran makeup artist. Um, I, I went to um, Arnold School of Cosmetology, came out, uh, out of the aesthetics program, and uh, I started out being a freelance makeup artist. I started in fashion for about five years, and from fashion I went into doing uh, music videos, and I just happened to be on that ground floor when LaFace Records came to Atlanta, and uh, I mm. was their first makeup artist for the label, and I started with Pebbles and from there, I worked with Sherelle and um, Nikki Howard and 
Karen White and uh, went from there and started doing oh, great. to uh, <laughs> TLC. And <laughs> so it just um, hit that ground floor, and then it opened up with um, Crisscross and Escape and Brett and Monica. So I got to win wow. Outcast. Goody Mob, and <laughs> so just wow. Wow. so everyone who came out of Atlanta uh, at that time, I got the opportunity to work with them, and started out that way. Went from fashion into music. Wow! Can you can you tell a little bit about um, the differences and the similarities between makeup for fashion and makeup for music, or do they kind of both kind of play along with each other? They they kind of play along with each other. What's great about them is that when you're doing music artists, they mostly have an image they want to uphold. So mm-hmm. they have a certain look, a certain image that they're trying to keep with. Uh, you know, with TLC, they used to wear the condoms. And then um, I was the one that went in when left eye, put the little smudge under her eye, the, the football mark. So I had to put that there mm-hmm. because we, we were literally at a photo shoot for the Crazy Sexy Cool album cover. And uh, the photographer who shot that, his name was Dalian, um, Japanese makeup art, I mean, photographer, and he wanted to see her her face. He kept saying, I think she's beautiful. I want to see her face. And left eye was like, no, to put these condoms, that's my look. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> they were, they were kind of going back and forth. And uh, finally I said, well, Lisa, let's just try to work out something to, you know, put here that we have, we can accentuate the left eye, but that we can still see your face. And uh, we came up with that little football smudge because she was dating uh, Andre Ryzen at the time. And I said, you right. know, you put this little football football mark under your eye and uh, we'll still have your, your face and we still can show that you are left eye. So that's how we came up with that. And they do go hand in hand, at least with fashion. You, with both, you get to be creative and uh, mm-hmm. both are very fun. But most of the time, artists will have an image they are kind of sticking to a lot of times, so. Mhm. Right. That's, that's, that's a great story. That's a great story. I know it must feel it must feel really good to be able to say that you kind of created something that we all will always remember. You know, if you're familiar with Lisa Left Eye um, Lopez or or even with TLC, you remember that about her, about her look rather. You know, I you didn't, know, I didn't it's, know it's, that. It's, become an iconic uh, thing to remember. I uh, I met someone, uh, I did a, I actually did a, an article with someone in the newspaper here, and they were like, you know, you the one did that line? Everyone recognizes that line. And I was like, we were just trying to come up with something because she needed to get back mm-hmm. to that. We needed to finish the shoot. And, uh, you know, I was like, well, you know what? I literally had um, this little, I think it was a pancake. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Liner, cake liner. Yes, and I looked at her and I said, I just stuck my finger and smudged it under her eyes. I said, you know, we got to go with this. I mean, this 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 might work. And when we came out, the photographer was like, I love it. I mean, you know, and everyone liked it. I was like, okay. And from there on, she was like, we'll just do this now. <laughs> yeah, you you probably uh, your breath was saying, thank God. <laughs> Because, you know, we, I'm telling you, we did everything. We did the flower around the eye like like Twiggy used to do. We did the, the star around the eye. We did the thing like Kiss. Well, I mean, we did so many different things. And they had this uh, old movie, I think it's called Games of New York or something like that. These guys were Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. They had to catch the train, yeah. you know, and then 
all the games would have all these different looks. And we tried, and I loved that movie. It was so cool. So we tried a lot of different things like that. And uh, and we would go, nah, no, that 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 nah, that doesn't look right. So finally, we did that. She was like, I like it. So it's a, it's just amazing <laughs> how things just come about. How they come about. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> what are some of the what are some of the changes that you've noticed about the beauty business from because you said you're thirty three year um, thirty three years in the business uh, what are some of the changes that you know that you've noticed about the, the beauty or the makeup industry from the time you started till now Well, I can I can honestly tell you I I, I teach uh, makeup and I have a lot of you know young people that come through and they mostly can do eyes. They can, they come mm-hmm. through. They can do brows and lashes, or they can do you know eye makeup, but they don't know how to do the face. And wow. you know, you have to know how to do the face. <laughs> and I try to tell them a lot of times. I'm like, when you're on set, if you're working on set, you can't send them out in just eyes. You have to have. Right. You have to know how to do the face. And uh, young people, they they are very consumed with being you know Instagram famous and things like that. But, right. What they have to, and they want to be a star. I mean, I came from an era that we, you know, were mostly behind the scenes. Uh, nobody mm-hmm. really knew who we were, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just wanted to be artists. Time, we just wanted to be artists. And a lot of them now, along with being artists, they mostly want to be stars before they are artists. So yeah. um, that's yeah. what I noticed. I noticed that now. And I'm just like, what about the work? I mean, we, we care right. about the work. Um, so you have to. I, I, I would like to see that, you know, that authenticity about the, the caring about the work and, you know, the work ethic of it all and the craft. And, you know, mm-hmm. I want to see people care about it like that again. Because, I mean, even 33 years of doing this, I'm I'm still excited about makeup and I'm so grateful to go to work. And, you know, and I see people come in and their whole focus sometimes is very different for the industry. And, and I'm like, how do you get joy out of that? I mean, just it, it's mostly about about them. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I I would see some makeup artists come in, and they would spend so much time on themselves. And then when doing someone else, they would just rush through the makeup. And I kept saying, that's a little bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah. you put so much emphasis on your face. But when doing a client or doing someone else, you're just going to rush through them. Where we would make sure that client is happy and that they are feeling beautiful and that they are comfortable and, you know. And so now that – Another thing that bothers me is the Photoshop. I mean, they. Oh yeah. I don't. I don't understand why you you can't put the energy and care that their your makeup is blended without someone photoshopping it. I mean, I've done photo shoots before. Makeup artists be like, "Oh, Miss Gwen is taking Photoshop," and I'm like, "Photoshop." I mean, not saying I don't know what that is, but I wouldn't right. want to trust that. I wouldn't want to trust my right. work to someone going in and having to touch it up. So, I mean, that was right. one thing I was blessed. Blessed by in working, you know, in my earlier years in fashion, where photographers would go, "Wow, I don't even have to touch your work up." I mean, it's very blended. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I would rather that be like that instead of you having to trust someone to go in and touch your work up. Shouldn't you be good enough that in in up close right. and personal, that it's good enough right. that you, know, you can just straight photograph it. So. Right, and you should want to you should want to know that it's all your work. You know what I mean? Like after somebody's touched it up a little bit, you don't feel like it's a hundred percent yours. That's correct, and then you know, even now when when makeup artists post pictures, even on Instagram and things like that, they they go in and they Photoshop it uh-huh. and they touch it up, and I'm like, wow, you you know, 
So it's like what I do now, you know, if I put a picture or do something, I have to make sure I say this is not, uh, no filters. It's just straight print. Right. Just straight print. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I do notice that. I mean, that you, you don't care about the craft a lot. I mean, it's just, it's mostly about the artists now. They, they kind of really want to be famous and, uh, I I just know that we we should bring back caring about the art itself and the craft itself. Yeah. So what what inspired you to become a makeup artist? <laughs> um, the first time I did um, someone's makeup, because actually I was in college to be a uh, middle, ed- middle education middle grade education teacher. <laughs> that was my amazing <laughs> college. Uh, the first time I did someone's makeup, um, and I I was doing selling makeup just to pay for school uh, when I was in college. Oh wow! And <laughs> I did a young lady's makeup, and she loved it. She kept looking in the mirror and going, "I I like this," and and not that I even really liked makeup. I was a tomboy, so I didn't even really wear it. Didn't like it much. And I was just selling makeup to pay for school. And when this young lady looked at herself and kept going on about how she felt and how she felt beautiful, and that just changed my whole heart. I kept saying, oh, my gosh, if I can mm-hmm. do something to make someone feel like that, I think this is what I would love to do. So from oh, there, wow. you know, I, I decided to go to cosmetology school and uh, uh, become a makeup artist. Needless to say, I had a rough time with my family because, you know, when you drop out of college, I dropped out of college. And uh, when you leave college and you don't pursue the four-year degree, then, of course, your family mm-hmm. is like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Trying to be a makeup artist, they was like, "What kind of career is that?" So, right, exactly. Because you know, for them, their main their main thing is, can you make any money from it? Can you make money from it? That's the first thing they'll ask you. And uh, I literally, you know, saw a vision of myself doing celebrities, and I saw this vision, Mm. and I told my my husband, I said, "I'm I'm gonna be doing stars now." One thing I love about my husband is that he he's like, okay, he didn't question it. He just was like, let's do it. Let's go with it. But, of course, the rest of my family was like, you're crazy. What were you talking about? They let you know. So it's like I know to them I probably sound like somebody from some other planet maybe. But, you know, me, I saw it. I believed it. I knew I could do it. And uh, it, it was no doubt in my mind it wasn't going to happen for me. So, yeah. I go for it. Over things like that. I mean, everything I'm doing, I I see it first, and then I go for it. Nice. Gotta have faith. Nice. Gotta have faith. That's right. That's right. You you really <laughs> really do. Because now with there being so many so-called makeup artists around, and and you know <laughs> you have beauty influencers, and you have so many people doing so many things, it's like you don't really know how that or who that potential client is looking for nowadays. You know what I mean? Like a lot of celebrities sometimes will go to Instagram to find um, a makeup artist. And sometimes they look at people and they look at people's YouTubes and say, oh, wow, she does a great job. But, you know, they're not considering that that person is doing makeup on themselves. You know, can they translate that to you? Definitely. Definitely. You know? And, I, and so it's, it's like you got to stay one step ahead of, you know, of what's going on. Oh, my gosh. I get so many students come through the academy, and they are literally, you know, I have to retrain them from YouTube and Instagram. And, I mean, it's just yeah. retrain them. And when they come in, they're like, well, they don't do this on YouTube. And I have to say over right. and over. <laughs> a lot of times, you know, you, you do have some good ones on there, but I have to tell them a lot of times that most of those people are doing themselves. And mm-hmm. and then they are 
um, selling the product. So you have to understand right. that as well. Right. That's, they, won't, they won't tell you everything because some of them don't know a lot of the information you're getting. Right. So. Exactly. Exactly. Wow, that's so true. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are silly. Oh my gosh, that's so true. So let me ask you this because earlier earlier in our um in our beauty news we talked about um I think there was a Senate bill fourteen oh one in the state of Arizona where they are um they're trying to basically separate the hairstylist responsibilities and say that if you're not applying like a chemical to permanently straighten or, or curl somebody's hair, then you don't have to have a license. So if you just shampoo hair, if you, you know, um, if you're styling hair, things like that, you don't have to have a license to be a hairstylist in the state of Arizona. How do you feel about some of the states trying to take away um, the cosmetology license from hairstylists? Just Whoa, saying that, that you is... don't need one. You can, you can go and do hair anywhere. Oh, that's that's dangerous right there. <laughs> I know mm-hmm. that they were they were they were having that talk here. I mean, um, they were discussing that, and we were talking to some of the because uh, they were trying to bring that here to Georgia, and mm-hmm. uh, we were talking to some of the cosmetologists and some of the people from state board. And I don't think that's going to happen here because, you know, it's 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 a matter of going to school. And and, and like I tell I tell young people all the time, you might learn how to curl your hair at Mama's house or Grandmama's salon or whatever. But you will not mm-hmm. get your theory until you go to school, and you got to right. know why. You got to know why you do what you do. So school right. is very important. Getting your license is very important, and, and and it helps that young stylist to come up and know that whole process of coloring hair and how to perm hair, trim hair, take care of hair. You got to know how to do that. And uh, you know, I know they're trying to separate the different things out, but I think if you want to do hair, you, you really need to go to school for it, and I hope they don't let that bill pass because yeah. we're going to have some – we're going to have a lot of people just wearing, you know, even if you wear weave, I know a lot of people that wear weave, their hair is so healthy under the weaves because the hairstylist mm-hmm. knows how to take care of the hair even if it's under a weave. But then I have some right. I've seen that they don't have any hair when they come out of those weeds because they don't know how to, you have some people don't know how to take care of their hair. Wow. You have to take care of your hair. We already have people losing their hair to braids and their hairlines and their hair thinning and balding. And, you know, we got to understand hair care. I think it's important that they're like That's true. I agree. I agree. And sanitation is so key. Exactly. You will get that Yeah, and then it's that part of the whole sanitation thing, you know. Definitely. But but you'll you know you'll see the difference when people start, you know, getting people who are not trained to like put, uh, you know, to 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 do their hair and put chemicals in their hair and and things like that. And when they start losing their hair, then you'll you'll start to see. <laughs> Why that's an important thing, you know. Not just it's not just about the health of the hair, but it's about the health of the scalp as well. Definitely, I mean, I was one growing up. I I remember in high school, uh, you know, getting a perm in my hair, and my one of my mom's friends did it, and she put this mm. perm in my hair. My hair just fell out because she kept thinking, because out of my siblings, my hair was thicker and it was the longest, so she put this super perm in my hair. 
And I'm telling you, my hair fell out. I was like, oh, my goodness. So it's just a point of coming in. And I had to literally strip my perm with egg vinegar. Wow. That's what I did. I shampooed my Oh, my, my God. Hair. And what it does, it reverses the chemical. It strips the perm gotcha. out your hair. And I just do that for a couple of weeks of shampooing my hair with egg, vinegar, and beer, stripping that perm out, or reversing the chemical, and then pressing it back to get it back healthy. And I'm telling wow. you, after that, I was like, I think, and I finally found someone that did good relaxer. But even now, I don't have a relaxer. I just, I let my, I'm natural. So yeah. I just get my hair, I get it pressed. I'm like, I don't even get a relaxer at all. And, uh, I mean, I just get my hair pressed. <laughs> Man, yeah, that uh, to me, I think that's the best thing. Wow, I'm telling you, I hope that doesn't happen. I just that does not happen. Yeah, yeah. I hope it doesn't happen either. But you know, it's like I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish what you're saying. No, I was just gonna say, I just you know, I just know it keep the the talk keeps popping up from one state to the next, one state to the next. It's just yes, all it that you hear. So. So hopefully, you yeah. know, we can keep fighting yeah. it no matter what state we're in. I know. I know Georgia was yeah, like, absolutely. no. It was like they definitely going to turn it down uh, once it comes. And we talked to a few instructors. They were like, no way that's going to ha- happen here in Georgia. So I'm just hoping it does not, that it does not make it. Good, yeah. That would be so yeah. bad. Oh, God, that would be horrible. <laughs> that would be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, you know, like I was mentioning earlier that I felt like um, I think one of the big things in question when, it ta- when you talk about licensing is education. Now, I know in probably all states by now that for makeup artistry, you don't have to have a license, but Talk to us a little bit about the Gwyneth Mosby Academy. What inspired you to start your own academy? Um, uh, what, what inspired you to start the academy? And talk about a little bit about the importance of an education. Oh, that's a good question. Um, what I did was when I, like I said, I started here when the music industry took off here in Atlanta. And I'm telling you, my schedule was so booked that I, I, uh, I couldn't be, but I'm just one person. And I couldn't be so many places, but, you know, all at once. So I would get calls from different states, and, and sometimes I'd be in Europe, and they'd say, are you in town? You know, I'd get a call from someone, and I'd be like, no, I'm in Paris, or I'm, I'm in London or somewhere. And finally I said, you know what, I need to clone myself. I need to get someone that if I have artists calling or if they are need someone that's doing makeup, you know, need me to do makeup, I need someone that can – come in, basically come in and do application the way I would do it and even take not so much have my personality but have the kind of character that I would have that, that mm-hmm. you know, they would be comfortable with that person. I'm never starstruck. I would I treat the artist, um, you know, like family. And, uh, you know, I go in and make sure I have them comfortable and, and that they're relaxed. And so I try to make sure I would train someone to be – Exactly that way, that they're relaxed, but you come in very professional. Always on time. Keep your distance and, you know, go in and do the job. Don't be all in their business and trying to be all in their life like that. Just make sure you do your job. So 
I would always make sure I train someone like that. So it would be where if I could not be there, I could say, could I send this person? And then they would go, well, you know, I've used them last time. I liked them. Or they would call me if I wasn't in town. And they would say, you know, could I use so-and-so because I really like what you did last time. If you can't do it, things like that. So um, that's why I started teaching. So once a year I would come in to Atlanta, even though I lived here, I didn't really work here a lot. And I would come in and I would train someone, do a class, and I'd take someone under my wing for about a year and then let them work with artists that I couldn't get a chance to work with. Or if I was out of town, I could pass them a job that I wasn't able to do. And I started that way. And after I started teaching more and more makeup artists, um, I wanted to have an academy because I said this way I could be in one place instead of traveling so much. I got tired of living off a bus and always gone. And, you know, I felt like my daughters grew up without me sometimes. <laughs> they all grown and mm-hmm. gone now. But I, um, when my oldest daughter graduated from Spelman, I remember looking at her and said, I think I've been gone most of your life. But it's just a point of um, trying to be in one place. And I said, you know, I can settle down and I can – I could teach and, and have a school, and that way I can have more people I can teach at one time. And uh, we need more people coming up and ready, especially, you know, if we are going to be busy, a busy state uh, with music and TV and movies and, and different things coming. Uh, we got to get the next generation ready. And, uh, you know, just trying to get them prepared that way and just making sure that, you know, how even when they come in, you know, from L.A., they they would hire a whole crew or they can bring in a whole crew, but that you have people here that, um, you know, once they start having the ability to bring more people on set, that you have capable makeup artists that you can trust and that can, you know, that you can you guys can develop some some crews and some, with some experience and, and that, you know, because movies here are so new for us. I know we've been doing them a long time, but they've been doing them in L.A. since the 1800s, so. It's a point of uh, they have, they really have, and uh, just trying to get people ready and prepared for the next level. So I want, I had it where when someone would call me and they would say, "Can I use this person or can I do them?" They would be like, "Sure." Um, you know, a young man that I trained. Uh, if you ever see Angela Bassett and Mary J. Blige, I trained DeAndre Michael, and uh, I, every time I see Angela Bassett, she looks beautiful. Or when mm-hmm, I see Mary mm-hmm. J. Blige. And when I see Mary J, she looks incredible, and uh, and DeAndre is doing so well. He's doing really good. And yeah. um, I taught another young lady named Cheryl Thomas, and she's one of the top makeup artists for Disney. And uh, mm-hmm. she is doing, she's settled down in New York now, and she's doing really, really good. And it, from time to time she called me and said, I'm so glad you taught me how to do this and that. And that just blessed my heart because I'm like, you doing mm-hmm. amazing stuff with you know, doing major things for Disney or to see Miss Nisa Green uh, taught her and she's won seven Emmys so far in television. So those types oh, wow. of those things bless my heart just to see that or just to be able to pass it down to someone and, and that they've gone on and they're doing wonderful things. So that's why I teaching and that's why I opened my school. So if I can help someone else and see them get to levels that I haven't even gotten to actually so I'm I'm just grateful to see it. <laughs> right. 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 Nice. Nice. So why PMAC, the Professional Makeup <laughs> Artist Conference? Wow. Well, I, with PMAC, I decided to do PMAC because I wanted to celebrate the uncelebrated. 
Um, mm. Makeup, they never get enough credit to me. And they do so much work. They work hard. They're one of the most hardest working people on set to me. You see them, they're there early, they're there late. Uh, they put in a lot of hours. They do a lot of people, but they're very, they're not recognized enough to me. Um, mm-hmm. I would see, you know, the makeup artist. Like I tell people all the time, The Walking Dead wouldn't be a show without the makeup artist. What would you have? That's right. So, That's right. <laughs> so it's just, it's a point of seeing the work that they put in, but that they're not recognized for. You have so many makeup artists for so many years, have done so many movies and so many television shows. You never get to know who they are. Um, they're never in the forefront, and this was a way to celebrate the ones, like I said, the ones that are uncelebrated. Um, it's nice to be recognized for the work that you put in, and I think that uh, we got some great, great makeup artists, and one reason I want to do it because here in Atlanta, we got some good makeup artists that live here and that people have no idea they're here, and I think they deserve to be respected for all that they've done. I think they deserve to be appreciated for their work, their contribution to the industry, and I think they deserve to be celebrated. And that's why I want to do PMAC in that we can educate the next group coming up or that have come before you. They've paved the way. They have made it happen. So you need to recognize them, know them, understand that what they've gone through, and, you know, and give them the respect that they deserve. They really do. And you have a lot of them here for a long time. People don't know they live here or that they are from here or that they moved here, things like that. So just want to make sure that we had a young group coming up, being taught properly, uh, being educated on the business. Everything is in beauty. You got fashion. You got um, fantasy, body art, special effects. You have so many different things in makeup that you could do in that PMAC, to me, we consider it the world of makeup, that we expose you to everything there is makeup. And that's the purpose of it. And definitely, like I said, to celebrate the uncelebrated. I uh, I just, when I see these people like, you know, Mr. John, Bill Splat Johnson, who's been here for probably 40 years or more, 30 to 40 years. Exactly. Of and, you know, Patrice Coleman, she was the first black to get put in the union here. You know what I mean? And right. yeah, or Donna Premick, who did Surgeon Divergent. I mean, these guys, they put a lot of work in. It's like a, a long time. Or Judy Ponder, I mean, just years of, of work. And who ever knew these people were here? And so I just wanted to definitely bring them to the forefront. Uh, I'm excited about uh, even this year with the. Uh, you know, Denise, and Denise, man, congratulations, Denise. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, I'm just sitting here now like, oh, my God, I'm nervous already. She's <laughs> <laughs> honored this year. And, uh, you know, the board, they, they picked her, and the name came through. I was so excited, you know, to see that. But you and your sister, you know, you get you guys, y'all work long hours. And, you know, you and Denise, you guys work hard. You guys put in a lot of hours and, you know, and I hear so many people say how you guys uh, bless them and how they so honored to meet you guys and that y'all oh, wow. take the time to talk to them. And I hear that all the time. And I hear a lot of makeup artists say, oh, you know, I remember one year you guys was at PMAC and one of the makeup artists was up from Florida. She was like, do you know how long I've been trying to meet them? And, and I got to see them in person. 
and you just never know who is who you whose life you affect and you know who you touch and uh and I hear you guys do it all the time, you know so many people brag on how you guys will take the time and and talk and that y'all are you know they reach out to you guys y'all to reach back out i mean what i mean that is that is worth the celebration it's unheard of. <laughs> It is. And, you know, one thing I like about you guys, when I see y'all at the show, y'all take the time and talk to people. You take pictures with people. You know, you guys are not pushing, brushing them off and, like, you know, walking through like you all, you know, being stars and stuff like that. But, you know, in, in, your, own, in your own right, you guys are stars because you guys have done a lot. And you guys have made many contributions to this industry. But you do take the time and talk to young people that are coming up and that have admiration for you guys. So, that's a blessing in itself. And that's why you well, got so that's why you celebrated this this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Thank, Thank you so, you so much. much. Wow. So you know, and at PMAC, you know, we have panels. You guys are participating in our panels and we have classes, we have competitions and you know, the war show. Denise, you nervous you say you nervous about the war show. <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> Oh, you gotta be great. You gotta be great. You gotta be great. So, you know, I'm excited to see you this year and uh you know, I just uh I'm grateful you guys to even have this opportunity to be on your show. And uh, you know, I um I'm grateful you guys y'all support P Mac every year and um I don't take that for granted. I really appreciate it. And uh, the people no. you guys touch do get a lot of Letters, you know, after you guys come through the show every year, and people say meeting you guys and how they enjoy they enjoyed meeting you, and and I appreciate that. You know, I don't I don't take things lightly. I uh, definitely appreciate all the makeup artists that come forth, and I you know every year I'm overwhelmed and just blessed by it because so many of you guys participate and you guys come out every year and you're there for the ones up and coming and trying to learn this industry and you guys share and you guys take the time and I'm overwhelmed. I mean, to see all you guys come out, there's so many of you guys come out every year and it's it's just awesome. It's awesome. And we're trying to just mm-hmm. build community here. Um, that's right. what it is, is that we can just have community and, you know, that the people are brought up right and you want it to be where if when they film things here that, that the makeup artists here are properly trained and they are coming in with the right disposition and that they are on set, right. um, you know, with the proper, you know, etiquette and that they know what they're doing and that they have the skill set to be there. And that's right. what you want to see. Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about where it's going to be held and um, like what, how much the ticket prices, where people can get tickets and things like that. Oh, thank you. We, we uh, the show is at the Ramada right across from uh, downtown Atlanta across from the old Bray Stadium. Uh, it's on Capitol Avenue. And this is our last year there. We are moving to a new location uh, next year. And, uh, okay. you know, my my dream is the, the World Congress Center, but they trying to tell me they can't let me come in there with body painting. That's what they told me last time. But, uh, are you serious? <laughs> they did. They was like, but they can't, we can't do body painting. They was like, they look at it as nudity or something because it's a state building and, it was all this. Oh stuff. wow! But, I mean, well, I'm. I, I already know we're gonna get there soon. But um, 
So right now um, we'll be there uh, at the Ramada, and uh, next year we'll be moving to a new location. And um, mm-hmm. you can get tickets at pmacexpo.com, and they have an area where you can go buy ticketing and things like that. And uh, you guys come out and see Miss Denise get her award this year. She's been celebrated in, <laughs> in her contributions to television. And uh, wow, so proud. <laughs> so proud. Just proud. And, uh, <laughs> who would have so. Who would have thought? Because I started out in film <laughs> for years, <laughs> but then my life has been TV for the past I don't know how long. Probably about the last five or six years. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, that's all right. Television and film go together. Hey, they, they, really go together. together. <laughs> they go together. <laughs> <laughs> so Gwyneth, I know right. I know you said that um, you know you guys are moving to a new location next year, and then your goal is the Georgia Congress World Center for the show. What are other things that you are looking forward to, or trying to do, um, or trying, or where you're trying to take the show in the future? Oh wow, I have I have seen a big vision for the show um, uh, for future references. I really want to. Um, you know, have more artists to come. One of my biggest dreams is to have Mr. Rick Baker. When I can get Mr. Rick Baker, I am so excited. Oh, my gosh. That is my, (laughs) I love him, and uh, I would love to see him come through. And Alex Box, when I can get those guys coming through. Oh, my God, yes. (laughs) This year, Miss B. B. Neal is coming. So that's that's already a dream happening right there. So Miss B. Neal is here. And, uh. Last year we had Mr. Matthew Mungle to come through, and uh, even to have Reggie Wells there, and uh, we had Derek Rutledge, and uh, you know just to see the different makeup artists come through. Um, you know, one year we're going to honor Mr. Sam Fine, and just uh, you know seeing them, and Mr. Joe Blasco, uh, you know, just an icon to come through mm-hmm. there and to celebrate um, Mr. Blake, uh, Mr. James Blake for all he's done, and uh, so we got a lot of. Uh, different people coming through different people coming through that uh have been a you know a blessing in the industry and that people can know that you know these people paved the way um you know not long ago Mr. Ben Nye the son he came to visit my school mm-hmm. um when he was here and just blessed me you know cuz he was so shocked you know I knew so much about his dad and and different things like oh, that wow. and then um he shipped a lot of different products for my students, the newest things that they have. And, uh, you know, you, schools mm-hmm. can't carry uh, been our products, but he sent them on these boards for them to just, these trial boards for them to, mm-hmm. or sample boards for them to work with. And uh, my students were so excited. I mean, so was I to be able to take those boards and use them. And the colors, all the new colors and foundations. They, and, uh, beautiful. Yeah, they had some really beautiful new products that um, – uh, that they came out with. We've been we've been working with them probably for maybe like uh, I guess I want to say the past year, and so we we um, we did a demo with them when they were here for for IMATS in November at their booth. And so now when IMATS London comes up, they want us to do a demo there in London. So we're pretty excited about that because the products. I mean, if you're talking skin of color, they have the products. They have the foundation. Yes. Yes, they do. The colors were beautiful when he came through, and he brought so much stuff through here. And he he called. He had his people to call back from the company and say, "Tell Gwyneth I'm sending her some more stuff." So I love that. I was excited. <laughs> and uh, 
it was so funny because he, when he was here, he already knew you were being you would, uh, had been nominated for the award. And I said we was like, you can't tell her. She, she didn't. Oh, he knew. She knew already. Everybody was like, don't tell her. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my god! <laughs> but we, you know, next year uh, I will. I want to honor companies like his that have yes. come in and been for a long time and that has been, you know. They're like, you know, uh, a herit- we want to do a heritage award and something like that to honor oh, his, nice. his father's company and things like that for what they've done to the makeup industry as well. So oh, we want to see they really, really branch out and do a lot of different things. And, uh, you know, um, I want to have some, you know, smaller times in between where, like, we do things called Tweet and Beat. And Tweet and Beats are, you know, just intimate settings of, meeting the makeup artist up close and personal. So that's nice. a, those are really nice because the people get to sit down and have talks with the makeup artist and intimate time with them, ask them questions and, you know, meet them up close and personal. I know at PMAC they meet a lot of but most of the time they run and do a class or they're on a panel or, you know, they're there for the awards. And so it's like this time they get to actually sit down with the artist and ask questions and, you know, have the time with them. So we do that. You know, leading up to the show. Yeah. Do you? How many more do you have left before the actual show? I have two more left. I have one April fourth, um, and I have one April eighteenth. Fourth and eighteenth. Can you say who 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 the artists are for those dates? Um. Well, actually, usually the ones for the well, the one for the eighteenth would. I mean, the fourth would be. We're trying to get that clear for um, that engineer guy, so we can have the, all the SFX oh, artists for that one. Oh, okay. And then, and then the one on the eighteenth um, will be at the Atlanta movie tours, and we we have to just try to see who can, we trying to get like who's available between the television and the film market that could do that one. So gotcha. we try to have two from each industry that come out and do those. So. Denise, you might be uh, nice. here. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, day, what day of the week is that? Now, actually, I know you're busy. That's a that's a Thursday night. They oh, yeah. Thursday. I was going to do a Thursday. You could do a Thursday. So we try to, you know, get someone like yeah. you not film time to come through, and they, you know, they would do those interviews with us on, those, right. on, the, on the Thursday nights like that because we know you guys are filming most of the time. Yeah. 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 Well, let us <laughs> well, know. This is good information. We can. Yeah, we'll get that out here on the. We'll get it on the show and we'll post it on our uh, Instagram as well. Oh, that's awesome! I'm I'm gonna get uh, you guys some uh, a little spot I'm gonna send to to promote the show. So that'll be nice. That'll be great. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Great. Awesome. Awesome. So, Gwyneth, before we wrap it up, we have to ask this last question that we ask all of our guests. We've been doing this show now for just about 10 years, and we've asked all of our guests just one question. What is your definition of beauty? Wow. My my definition of beauty is um, character. If you have good character, um, I think that's beautiful. If you are a good, honorable person, and mm-hmm. I think someone that is 
got a lot of joy and a great spirit. I find that to be so beautiful. And uh, mm. that's what beauty is to me. Nice. That's what it is to me. Nice. Nice. I love that. I love that. Well, you have to participate in our um, our new uh, definition of beauty campaign. Uh, we like to use that definition that you had and post your picture and your definition on our Instagram, our Beauty Talk Instagram page. Oh, I would love it. What do you need me to do? We need you to send Just us a picture and... And and write it down thirty words or less so we can post it. <laughs> just like just like how however you want to say it, yeah, just however you want to say it, and and we'll post it. Well, cool beans, I can do that. I can do that. Okay. <laughs> now, do you want to shout out? Um, do you want to shout out um, your your website again and the dates and everything for the show again and and all that? You can go right ahead. Oh wow! Thank you. I would love to. Uh, I would love to invite you guys out to PMAC, the Professional Makeup Artist Conference. It will be April 27th and 28th in Atlanta, Georgia, at the Ramada on Capitol Avenue. Um, this show is awesome. From 10 to 6, we have our exhibitors and classes and panels and competitions. And then from 8 to 10 on these are on Saturday of the 27th, and from 8 to 10 we have our award show. And on Sunday, again, we'll come back and have our panels and classes and workshops and competitions, and that will be the end of our show. And I'm telling you, it is two days of pure fun. Nice. nice. So come out and take the world, well, to the world so of makeup. <laughs> yes. <laughs> May as well come down and meet everybody and learn something because it's definitely, you know, definitely something that we can all learn. Um, and it's one. It's wonderful, like you said, just getting the makeup artist community together. It's always fun. It's yeah. like taking a break from working, you know, and just coming together, networking, and supporting one another. It's always great. Definitely. What I like is we. It's like family to me when we come. It it, it feels so much yeah. like family when everybody's there. So, yeah, Absolutely. that's the feel like it when we come together. It's awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. Nice. Absolutely. Well, thank you again, Gwyneth, for uh, calling in tonight. We greatly appreciate it. We know you are just coming from class, so we don't want to hold you any longer so you can get some rest. But we um, appreciate you coming on and talking about the show and your career um, and just sharing for us. And thank you for being an inspiration and someone, you know, that when we first started we've heard about and you, you've offered – um, this this industry so much. So in that 33-year period, not only did you, you know, just, you know, work in fashion and, and uh, music, but also you, you know, you're offering the industry something. You, you're giving back with the Academy and with this, and with this um, professional music artist conference. So thank you not only for joining us, but for what you give to the industry. Oh, thank you, guys. Thank y'all for having me. It was beautiful. I enjoyed it. Thank you. Enjoyed having. Have a wonderful, uh, wonderful evening, Gwyneth. Thank you, guys. Good night. Thank you. Good Good night. Good night.
Thank you guys for tuning in uh, with us tonight. We greatly appreciate that as well. Thank you for all of those who listen all over the world and for those who listen on the playback if you missed this live program. So uh, we thank you for your continued support. We thank you for 10 strong years. We really greatly appreciate it. We couldn't have done it without you. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening and a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night. How would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about friendsbeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skin care, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our Friends Discount Program and shop with us today at Friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818-691-1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today.